Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. What's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. How are you? A little sleepy, man. The time change. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it feels feels later. Yeah, it does. Than what it should be, yeah. Yeah, I I, I like the change um, in the morning. In the morning, it's nice. But then you hate it at night. Yeah, it's dark at, at five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah. And it uh, it's it sucks going to work now because it's it's dark when you when I go to work. It's dark or it's light. No, it's dark when I go to work. Oh. Yeah. What time do you go? Um. So I I go in at seven. So I'm uh I'm driving in, you know, around six thirty. Oh, but it's in the morning, right? Yeah, in the morning. Yeah. So now it's l- probably lighter because we we went fall back an hour. Yeah, I mean it, it it's still dark though in um you know in in the winter yeah. um going in. <clears throat> That's what I don't like. I like to have it be somewhat light out. Yeah, same here. I'd rather have it be light in the morning than light in the day. I, but that's just me. Yeah. I usually wake up early. I usually go to bed early and wake up early. I think <laughs> I was meant to be a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I have I, I'm usually I mean I'm I'm up uh I'm usually up until like 11 every night, but it, it, in that it, it feels late and I always tell myself I'm going to get to sleep earlier, but it never happens. <laughs> yep. Did you have a good Halloween? Uh, yeah, it was good. It, uh, it snowed here all day. Um, so then at night for trick-or-treating, we didn't want to... We didn't want to take the kids outside because it was so cold. So we went. Uh, we we took them to um, my my grandma's nursing home. Yeah. And they did trick or treating there. So and it's a pretty big building. So they got to walk around to all the people there, and they were giving out candy. Oh. So that was good. They they ended up getting plenty of candy. But it just, it was different from, yeah. you know, going around the neighborhood. What did they dress up as? Um, my oldest uh, dressed up as one of the characters from the the movie The Descendants. It's like I a, don't know that movie. It's like a Disney, it's like a Disney live action movie. Well, there's, well, there's actually three of them. Um. But they're live action movies where it's basically like the 
the kids of like the Disney princesses and the the villains. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. that... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she was one of the characters from that. And then uh, the youngest was uh, Batgirl. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> well, so it was... It, it, it was kind of like uh it was one of those like where it's it wasn't an actual like it wasn't an actual like costume that you'd see Batgirl wearing. Yeah. It was it it, it kind of had like uh like it had like a dress attached to it. Um was it a DC proper or was it homemade? No, it was it was DC licensed, but it was kinda like just uh Superhero just kind of like it was kind of like an offshoot um uh, i don't think it was let me look let me look her up on superhero girls i don't think it was because we we uh <clears throat> we read those comics yeah so yeah so it wasn't the superhero girls but it was basically like it was like black and gold and then it had like a like a little dress on it uh, and like the kind of the bat um uh mask like over the eyes. Ah. Yeah, it uh it was cool. Um I was surprised she chose that actually because she uh um I mean they they both like superheroes but it's kind of like not really their main thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. We had more trick-or-treaters than normal, and I didn't think there would be any because it was like 12. It was like 12 degrees. <laughs> I was like, nobody's going to come. And you guys have a lot of snow, right? Well, we had snow all the way up till the afternoon of Halloween. Mm. It, but it, was, it wasn't like a large accumulation. It was like 6 to 8 inches overall, of course, of like three days. Oh wow. But it was just cold. Yeah. And a lot of wind. I mean, that's a pretty big accumulation for here. So We had the Mario Brothers come. It was a boy and a girl and they tried to scare me. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> they must have been like a foot tall. I don't know. They was like they were really <laughs> tiny. And they were hiding in the corner and I opened the door and they go, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> and they were dressed like the Mario Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I was trying to give a lot of candy because, and then I got worried: am I giving too much candy? Because yeah, there's more you don't like you, run usually, out. usually there's not that many. Yeah, usually there's like, if seven groups of people. And this time we had like in the double digits, and I was like, "What's going on?" Wow. Yeah, it was weird. And that's uh, and so that's really even even that's not not a whole lot. Yeah. Because like, but there were groups of like they would go in groups of like three or five. Like there was one group of six, hmm. and I was just like dumping the whole thing in there, and I was like, "Oh man." <laughs> I'm gonna run out of candy, but I we weren't nowhere near running out because like eight o'clock it died. Yeah. It was like eight o'clock, there was nobody coming. 
You know what's what's really funny to me, and I don't know if I like I don't know if my memory is just like skewed or whatever, but like I remember when I was a kid going trick or treating, like I'd go out with my friends and we would just we would go in our neighborhood and it was a pretty big neighborhood and every year like we always tried to get every house in yeah and we would do it but i mean we'd be out late and <laughs> yeah, same here and uh and the whole neighborhood would be filled with people you know yeah. like there were kids everywhere so like you were always you were always just surrounded by a bunch of kids and now it's like almost like a ghost town everywhere you know yeah my parents still get a lot though yeah where they are i mean they they can't even like close the door and relax it's just constant yeah but we were when i was in that neighborhood we'd go at least four blocks mm-hmm. and Man, I could have sworn like from ages six up, we went by ourselves in groups of kids, like neighborhood kids. Yeah. Like, we didn't even have a parent watch us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I would go with my parents like I think until I was in like maybe like fifth grade or something, and yeah, then I, I remember like fifth and sixth grade just going with my friends and. Yeah, it's like I said, I I don't know if it was really like that or if I was just if my memory is just off, but it seemed like we'd be out pretty late and there were just kids everywhere. Yeah. Cool beans. Yeah. Well, uh we had a contest and uh the winner was house of mystery which really surprised me (laughs) yeah i'm to be honest though i'm glad it won because that that ended up being my favorite favorite of the the stuff we read yeah 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 i dug it and i i didn't know if you would like it because because of its age but Uh, yeah it was good there were there were some good stories there i liked them yeah (laughs) <laughs> I even like the prose story. There was one that had a prose. I don't know if you read the <laughs> prose, but it was about why it was about like why does everybody hate this dude? Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everybody wants to like he's like it's it's a guy that trying to figure out and help this guy that everybody hates and it's like, "Man, I just don't get it." Why does everybody hate him? And it's even, because he's an umpire. <laughs> and it kind of reminded me of the World Series because, man, there, I was watching the World Series and the umpire made this like crazy call where yeah. he called interference and called the guy out at first. And they even like yeah. went. Did you see that play? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was just like the they had to throw the coach out and everything, and it was like, and I had read that story like right around the time that that happened. <laughs> I just yeah, it was it's funny. uh, it's rare. You you usually never see a manager get kicked out in the World Series. Yeah, but he was he, on his case like big time. Yeah, he would, he would not let up, and he yeah. he got a little aggressive. I think <laughs> he just he got pissed. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was good. It, it was, and it was. I, I'm usually not a fan of the prose stories either, but it was. It was only like two pages, I think, if yeah, I remember it wasn't right. A lot. Yeah, it was. It was pretty short, but it was good. Yeah, it was a uh, House of Mystery 174 and 175. It won pretty handily with 46%. <laughs> Uh, Ambush Bug came in second, <laughs> which also surprised me. Um, Anarchy came in last, and Batgirl came in uh, third. Yeah. And there were 26 votes. I think That's House of Mystery good. won because of the hall because of the month. I really do. It could be, um, but also too, it's. Uh, I mean. People could just maybe be voting for something different, yeah, you know. That's true. Which it was, it was really great. Um, I I enjoyed reading them because it was a nice change of pace. I thought you would like it. Yeah, I, I've been. The, I was reading a, several issues of of uh, it recently between that and House of Secrets, and um, I. I miss that kind of, you know, like twistedness of each story because each story has its own. Yeah, it's almost kind of like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Um, and they, I like that they're nice and short. Because mm-hmm. you could, you could pick it up and read like one little story and like put it down and do something else and then come back. Yeah. So it's 174 and 175. They're the earliest issues I think you can get uh, on the app, on yeah. the uh, DC Universe app, and yeah. they take place right after the superhero stuff. So like House of Mystery had Dial H for Hero, mm. and as soon as the Dial H stuff died out, this this is when we start, right right after the Dial H. Mm. Okay. And uh, the first story was Witch's Cauldron. Yeah. It was like a, a cauldron that was, it had like a curse, but it was supposed to bring the the people good fortune. Yeah, it was, it was uh, always good. Like the guy, one <laughs> of the guys created the steam engine because, <laughs> yeah. because of the Witch's Cauldron. <clears throat> And the others uh, foiled the Nazis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that part. (laughs) It basically foiled them by getting some rocks, like having some rocks land on it. So it (laughs) clangs like a bell. (laughs) (laughs) And the two guys in the tower are like, I didn't ring the bell. Did you ring it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, that was good. Yeah, that and, was pretty. And good. then the I like how the cauldron's like able to think. Also, he's like, "I did it, you simpletons." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty cool story. I liked it. And then uh, the next story was about a guy that's having all kinds of good luck. The man and, who uh, hates good luck. Yeah. That was kind of yeah. a cool story though, because he had like so many opportunities to to uh, have good things happen to him. Yeah, and uh, he had to turn down 
all three, three in of order them. to get the big one. Yeah. And he, you didn't know and what I, that was. <laughs> I like how uh, I like how um, the 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 girl his his girlfriend or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's funny because. The whole time she's like, "What are you? What are you doing?" Like he's he rips up that winning ticket, and then um, she and she did. He tells her, and she's just like, "Oh, okay," and she just kind of goes along <laughs> with it while he's like, just like, uh, basically like flushing all this money down the toilet. Yeah, but I, it's good that he was though because yeah, each one <laughs> if he if he took one of those, it would end up in like a hardship. Disaster. Yeah, yeah, disaster would happen. And uh, it turned out to be like a love thing. So, like, his he was going to get love <laughs> if he lasted that long. <laughs> Which worked out I, for him. Yeah, and but I, I did think it was funny. Towards the end, like, after their, their plane crashes. Yeah. And uh, he... Um, uh, or she goes. She goes. Do you think that this is the greatest fortune the stranger was referring to, like talking about her and him? Mm-hmm. And then, like the next panel, it's like Don and I were married, and some months later, and he he goes. I keep thinking about those those good luck strikes I turned down. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like he's second guessing. Like, maybe I should have taken that other thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but but it started off where she was in love with him, and he, right. he wasn't in love with her. Yeah, yeah. But then he realized he was. And then the 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 last story I think was pretty cool because it was a professor discovers like a museum of worthless inventions, and they all started to work. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. It was yeah. kind of like uh, I couldn't tell what it was, but it was like something happened in the lab that that all of a sudden made him work. Yeah, and it's a good uh, thing that he had he was a good person. That's for sure. Yeah, because he he actually went out of his way to try and help people with with these inventions. Yeah, that was good. One of them was uh, to get power for the hospital generator, right? Yeah. Because it was a uh, <clears throat> lot. They uh, lost power. Yeah, it was like a perpetual motion machine or something. And one of them was a gold maker. It would make gold out of nothing. And he was. And then these yeah. bad guys got a hold of it, and he's like, "I can't let them get take a, or it'll crash the economy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's funny not many people would have thought about that just like yeah. I'm going to make myself some gold. That is interesting, especially for the time period that it was created and who created it. Yeah. Like it would cause some kind of financial ruin <laughs> if they over generated gold, just like if you could recreate a bunch of money yeah, it cause Loses more money. Value. Yeah, lo- lo- yeah, lose value. And then, 
was that the last story in that one? Uh, there's one more, the uh, the Court of Creatures. Oh yeah, this this Don't, one seemed uh, a little bit longer than the the next issue for some reason. Yeah. This one had four stories, and the other one had like some cartoons and prose, so it was it was just a little different. And I, on page thirteen, that's pretty weird how they do that. Like the page is cursed. <laughs> oh yeah. I noticed a... that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um... <laughs> on both books. Yeah, and the one in uh, the one in the second issue. Let's see if I can get to it. The one in the second issue, if if it's what I am remembering, I remember reading it, and it was like pretty like it's something that I I can't see them being able to publish now nowadays. Yeah, because it was yeah. bad. I thought it was the first one that was like that. The second one was more of a game, I thought. Well, yeah, so the second one was more of a game, but it was like, yeah, so put a put um drop a pencil on the page and whatever it points to is is what luck you'll get, but like um I don't know, I just thought some of these like um and and they're not like they're not like bad or anything, but some of these, it seemed like nowadays. Um, yeah, it seems like you're cursed. It's kind of scary though. You like turn to the page and it's like, oh, you just got a hundred years of bad luck because you read this page. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, yeah, I shouldn't have read but, the goddamn page. <laughs> but like these, the choices though on this one, on the game one, like are hilarious. Like one choice, it just says your father found it. <laughs> <laughs> and then one says you will be caught in the dormitory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you will flunk your test. Or your your parents will find out the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and you're supposed to drop a pencil to find out what it lands yeah. on. Your blind date will think you're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty funny. And I don't think they would do that today. Yeah, I mean, just the... I don't know, like, the... The choices just kind of seemed like... Like, nowadays, it would be a little... uh, I'm trying to think of... Like, maybe... I don't know, like, maybe insensitive or something for... At least for... Yeah, I mean, one of them is you. You you are drafted. That means like you're gonna go yeah. into the military. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, I mean, and this was published like during Vietnam. Yeah. So I mean, that would have been that. That's not that funny. Year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like if somebody's like stressing about like a blind date or something. Yeah. You will it's lose like, your driver's crap. license. <laughs> I know. <laughs> or if you're like... Well, if you're superstitious, don't trust your steady. Yeah. I wonder how many relationships this page had ruined. Had <laughs> ruined. Or stress kids out like that took it literally. Yeah. yeah. 
But like, what if you were really like hiding something from your parents, like that was like something serious? Yeah, and then and my we'll parents find are gonna out. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> so, the other one had the the story about the politician, right? The politician that was using the gargoyles or the creatures, yeah. the flying aliens to keep the and it, town and and there was a detective that visited it and he him and his girlfriend found out that it was like a scooby-doo mystery yeah i was gonna say it reminded me of scooby-doo yeah because yeah. all the creatures were just guys dressed in suits yeah that one i'd say that one was probably my least favorite in the first issue i think so i'd agree the others were a lot better i thought and then in the second issue, it's sort of like the get rich thing, except this guy runs into uh, this older man and he gives him this like huge diamond and uh, mm. it comes with a curse. Like it'll eventually kill you. And but you, yeah. you're supposed to give the diamond to somebody else so you don't die. So this older guy gave it to him for what was it? Did he save his life or what? He saved the old man's um, life, didn't he? Yeah, and then the old man felt bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> about giving him the diamond. And he told him the secret, like, you can't get rid of it, or you can't, You should get rid of it right away to somebody you don't like or something. Yeah. And uh, he, he tried to destroy it. Like, he tried to send it up in a rocket, and it, it blast over, and then the, the diamond came back down. He tried to throw it out to sea. And then he, he like goes for a nice fish meal, cuts into it, and there's the diamond. <laughs> that was the best part. He's like, this fish is going to be excellent. <laughs> oh, my God. And yeah, he, that was the best. <laughs> he had a conscience because he didn't want to give it to somebody, and then somebody like robbed him in an alleyway. Yeah, of all, like... Yeah. He just got the golden opportunity to get rid of it because a guy robs him, and yeah. he felt bad for the the robber. But, but then he, it, he was going to have the death out. sentence anyway because he's a convicted killer that escaped yeah, from the death out. house. I mean, these 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 are kind of uh, <laughs> at this time, I guess we had the death penalty across a lot of places. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah and. And kids would know about it. They would know about a death penalty. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. that 1968. A lot of a lot of stuff was happening. Um, yeah, but it, so the it's like the gem. The gem kind of like found, um, found this this uh, murderer, and so it basically took care of the murderer. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was a good one. I like that one. And then the next story was a was a quite a long one. It was the House of the Gargoyles, and that was that was sort of interesting too. Yeah, I like this one too because it was told through a little boy's perspective. Like what? Mm -hmm. And then all the people were like looking at this house where this French gentleman was staying, and he was a sculptor, and they would always look and say. Man, those gargoyles are ugly. Like, we want to take them down. Why well, are they, they there? <laughs> they just showed up randomly out of yeah, the blue. Yeah, they did. 
And this boy, this little boy, I like, the, I love the way the artist depicts this kid. Like he, yeah. he does draw him like a kid. Uh huh. And it's really well. I wonder who drew this. Does it, it doesn't yeah, say. I, I couldn't find any credits on mine or on the, yeah. the digital copy. Cause he, I love, I love the art in this. <clears throat> Because usually a lot of artists have trouble drawing children, but this this kid looks like a real kid. Yeah. Um, let's see. It's signed on the for the first page. I wonder if it's the same artist. It looks like it might be the same. Jack oh, something. The, uh, so the cover artist is Neil Adams. Yeah. The um, uh, the House of Gargoyles penciler is Jack Sparling. Oh yeah, he that's that's his signature then on the first page. Yeah. So this kid is infatuated with these gargoyles, and uh, he wants to find out how they got there. So he goes to the house. Kane answers. And he lets him go up to the room where the scared dude is, <laughs> the guy that doesn't <laughs> want to leave the house. Yeah. And you learn the origin of those gargoyles because he was a sculptor, and the woman he was with left him for another sculptor, and then he stole the idea mm-hmm. of the gargoyles, and that put a curse on him. Because the guys, the gargoyles will kill you, and you will never escape them, never, ever, ever. Yeah, he he murdered the the one sculptor. Yeah. And sure enough, <laughs> as as this kid was gonna take his friends up to see this guy, um, the gargoyles, the 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 window blew open, or he opened the door because he thought he was free. Yeah, they trick him into opening yeah. the window. And the gargoyles came down from the, the roof and took him away. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I liked it. Yeah, those were good. I'll probably keep reading those. Those are those were really good. Yeah, I, I was they started dumping more on there because of Halloween, I think. <clears throat> and there is like a, I mean, for people that want physical copies, there is a House of Mystery and House of Secrets uh, Bronze Age omnibus they put out not too long ago. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'll have to check those out. And there's some showcase volumes for those, but those are in black and white. Yeah. But a much more affordable solution yeah. cuz I think those are only 20 bucks each or something. Yeah. So it looks like they have 27 issues on here now. All the way up to 304 or Oh, it jumps from 185 to 290. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I've been trying to pick up some singles as I find them. 
It's hard to find like war and horror cheap in the cheap um, bins. I don't know if it's just because they keep them out of the cheap bins or. I I usually find um, and it, there's a there's like a a guy um, in in my area that that does these little um, like. He does these little kind of. It's not really like a convention, but he does. He'll have sales at um, like different hotels. He'll get like the banquet room or whatever. Yeah. And then he and then he has like a bunch of dealers come. And in his stuff, uh, he, all like all of his stuff is like fifty cent books. Um, but in his stuff, I usually find a ton of war stuff. I don't know what it is, but I, I usually find a bunch in there. How about horror? Um, no, not as much horror, really. I don't really. Um, I don't remember if I've seen much horror there. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the war stuff that that he does have. I mean, they're pretty pretty beat up. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's re it's VG, readable, but yeah, VG or less, yeah. Yeah, yep. And then we uh, covered Hawkman and Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And I have mixed feelings on one, and the other one was pretty solid. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Green Lantern had one of my favorite issues, though, and I. I might have been farther behind than you. Um, I think it was issue seven. Oh, uh, yeah, the Power Ring one. Yeah, I was just yeah. blown away by that one. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, well, I just thought like I I didn't realize that Liam Sharp not only did the art but he color colored it too, and it just looked it looked amazing. Like it just yeah, just the layouts and stuff, and it was a lot of narration well, because how was put in his own ring and his ring manifested itself as uh, a dead guardian and like a, a, yeah. and also a female. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just I, like, that was my favorite issue. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be awesome. And yeah, then, and, and then I was like disappointed when I read the next one. Cause I was like, Oh, this is going to be green arrow <laughs> and Hal teaming up. And it was just that weird. Was it weird was like one. an acid trip. <laughs> well, it, it was dealt, like it dealt uh, with drugs. Yeah, it was kind of like a play on that that famous issue. Yeah. Um, but it was which was, yeah, uh, was Roy real... getting injected with the the drugs, yeah. right? Yeah. This was more about like alien, um, kind of like alien drug dealers. And they were breaking up the drug deal, and they got it. They they were they got exposed to the drug. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause it was weird. They would like see like this large ollie, <laughs> this large arrow, and everything. It was. Oh, I did like. How, I did like the one scene where, um, where Hal's using his ring and and Ollie like aims his ring. Because he's making a construct of a huge, giant arm shooting a giant bow. Yeah. 
and Ollie has to aim it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cool. Yeah. And then we get into the multiverse. Yeah. Which, which kinda it ta- it kind of takes us back to uh, issue one, because didn't they <clears throat> introduce that anti-matter universe Hal in like issue one or two? Uh, I think Quaman. so. Quaman, yeah. But in that issue, I remember him looking a little bit more like Hal and having a yellow outfit. And now he looks more like a robot, like he's more like a Terminator. Yeah, and they said, um, let's see if I can find it. They, well, his body, um, his body kind of like morphs or something because he, because at some point during this, they think he's beaten, but then he just kind of morphs again and changes even more. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe he had he had morphed since we first saw him. But he wasn't the first deity that was like killing some of the super powered uh, Wonder Womans and Supermans, was he? That was a different being, was or was it the same? Uh, there was this giant like planet eater, and then they were like running yeah. from it. Oh yeah, in in issue nine. Um, yeah. It's hard to tell. Um, That's where I get, like, confused. Yeah. And you have all these people, like, running from this, like, planet eater, which is kind of like Galactus. It reminded me of Galactus. He was killing everybody left and right. And then Mm -hmm. it introduced the, the Green Lantern Corps, plus all of these other characters... Oh God! There, there was one issue though that I loved, and I don't know if you like read all the oaths, but I like. I oh, liked, I did. Yeah. I, I love the hippie Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, his was... oath. Um, I can't. I remember reading it and just loving it, but I can't. Can't remember what it said. Um. Yeah, the hippie Green Lantern was awesome. Uh, <laughs> well, there was a lot of cool. Like I, I like the I like the ideas of some of the Green Lanterns. It was the execution or the like content, but I, mm-hmm. I I sort of dug what I was reading, like the concepts of it anyway. Yeah, there's the um, in issue nine was like the the sword and sorcery Green Lantern or version of Hal. Yeah. With his two uh, his two like teammates or whatever yeah that was kind of cool but they yeah had the the, Ab- uh, the abensor green lantern too yeah yeah and he uh yeah so he was still he was still alive obviously and that was he was still his uh universe's green lantern yeah, I'm trying to find the. Um... Oh, here it is. Um... <clears throat> he uses the word shit. <laughs> I remember it. 
in his oath and they take out the tea like it's highlighted. Yeah, it's, uh, when it's groovy, when it's grim, we hum the living guru's hymn. <laughs> when other lanterns lose their shit, we keep the magic lantern lit. lit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And he he doesn't ever seem to do anything. He's always just standing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but seemed I like the, the, uh... It seemed like the other core members were doing a lot more when they ran into the other lantern. I mean, the antimatter lantern, and he kind of killed all of them, except for like that female Tomar Ray or whatever that beak looking. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like the characterizations of those lanterns because one of them like wouldn't show emotion at all. Like he had no emotion, and she yeah, had all so... kinds of emotion. <laughs> yeah. And it was just it was very strange. Yeah the uh, the Man. art in this is just amazing. Yeah, he's he's good. Uh, this is like I think this is probably my favorite art right now in comics, the Liam's art. I would agree. It's it's so detailed and the fact that he colors it too like these issues must take him forever, but they always come out on time, don't they? Yeah. Which is amazing to me. And then he had like like a, a male and female like crime syndicate, like alternate universe ones. The guy that's in the red Superman that looks like Monel, and the, oh, the yeah. female. Um, yeah. Try, let me try to find their. And then they had the yeah. Batman Green Lantern, which was kind of cool. Yeah, he he. It looked kind of looked like a mix between Batman and and Kyle. Yeah. And they had the um uh the the one I can't remember what that event was. The female that carries around the green lantern. <clears throat> and she aged in this series like somebody destroyed her lantern and she got like really really old. I forget oh. what that event was. It was like <sighs> Another universe where the Flash was a female, and I, it was like uh, Trinity's, or I can't remember what it was. I know what you're talking about with the aging. Um, I'm trying I to feel remember like, yeah. what the event was where, <clears throat> but I can't. I think it begins with a T, but. I don't remember what it was. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to drive me crazy. She was like a, a storyteller of the Green Lanterns for her universe. She'd always start the story like she'd tell a story. And it was told through her view. It's kind of like the... Do you remember that one lantern that was in the Sinestro Corps, and she had the book. Um, I can't oh, remember what uh, her name was. Um, 
She was uh, Sinestro's yeah. sidekick, or yeah, the one that was always with Sinestro. Well, yeah, this was no, the Green Lantern sort of version of her. <clears throat> Man, what is her name? Hmm. Female. Green. Lantern. That carries. <laughs> A lantern. <laughs> I don't know. And Jessica Tr Cruz shows up. No, that's not the one I want. Tangent Universe. Thank God. Oh, okay. So there was a there was a like a, a mini event that introduced like different versions <laughs> of our superheroes, and it was called the Tangent Universe. And she was she's in this story. She's the one carrying the lantern. I knew it began okay. with a T. I kept on thinking Trinity. Yeah, she was in Tangent Comics Green Lantern, so if you look up that one, that's where she is. Okay. Hmm. The tangent line is a mysterious woman who uses her lantern to return the dead to life so she oh, can perform yeah. one final mission and rest in peace. The title character serves as the host and narrator in a framing sequence before and after each story, much like Cain and Abel of House of Mystery and House of Secrets. And we forgot to mention that, you know, Cain was in House of Mystery introducing the stories every time. Yeah. Yeah, this one was, I think she was created by James Robinson and J.H. Williams, too. <clears throat> so he did use her. I don't know about the others. They look like they were Grant Morrison creations. Like, I, it was hard for me to tell who was created and who wasn't. Like, the hippie Green Lantern, I don't think I've ever seen before. Uh, that's got to be a Morrison creation, I would think. Yeah, and they had like a John Stewart like alternate reality one. Yeah, it was. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it was John, but it was like a black, um, a black Hal maybe. And I know there was a, a Batman Green Lantern story in an Elseworld, and I think I've seen this Aben Sir Green Lantern before, somewhere. <clears throat> So yeah, there's a lot happening in this book. Is that um is that kind of like the um Is that kind of like the uh that Abin Sir is he kind of like the cuz he looks kind of like he'd be like a like a silver age version or something. I think Just I the saw way him he in Else World. Okay. Um, not in an actual continuity book. But then again, wow. I would have to look at a bunch of covers to see if I've seen him before. Because I have all of like Green Lantern proper. 
Green Lantern Corps. But I know I sort of seen something like him before. And I don't remember where. It's not that one. But I don't own that one. That's Green Lantern's Evil's Might. That's an Elseworlds. Hmm. We could probably look up this run and it would probably tell us. It's just, we almost need like a a who's who in this last four issues just to like have data pages on these characters and figure out what's going on because there are 12 green lanterns that they have so it says that um the abin sir that has uh that has horns like this is from the um society of superheroes on an alternate Earth just after World War II, Abin Sur assists in a war against Vandal Savage's interdimensional army. Army. Um, so that Abin Sur at least looks the same. Abin Sur with horns. I'm just trying to find out if we know what his first appearance is. It has a reference of 36 and 37. 36, Multiversity. That's where we saw him. So it was Graham Morrison's story. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. 2014. So he appeared in Multiversity Society of Superheroes, like you said, and Multiversity Number Two. Hmm. So it is fascinating to go and like try to track this stuff down and see what was new and what's not. I think Hippie Green Lantern is the first time I've seen him. <laughs> yeah. I love the oath, though. I thought that was. <laughs> Yeah, he's got some... Hippie Green Lantern has some good lines in here. (laughs) (laughs) And I like his shirt, too. Turn on, tune in, drop out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if he even has a ring. He just has those green sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he does. I didn't That's see one. That's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> and, my, and it sort of ends like they sort of defeat the antimatter Hal, but you learn that the the black stars are behind it, and it leads into the the black yeah. star, and they can control Hal now. Yeah. And uh, it's going to lead into the I think the three issue mini series that hasn't come out yet. Yeah, the is it Hal Jordan and the Black Stars yeah. or something, or is yeah. it just Black Stars? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I like Liam Sharp. I, I've always thought he was good, and he was good in Wonder Woman. But man, his work and like the design and oh, Green yeah. Lantern is way so better. Cool. 
And he it's did. So I, cool. I remember him from Death's Head, because like in the '90s, the Marvel UK came out, and in Wizard Magazine, Death's Head was like their hottest property. Hmm. And Liam was drawing it at the time. I think he came from like the Judge Dread 2000 AD stuff too. But he he's really good. I like his art a lot. I hope they keep him on, cause I I I think he's yeah he's one of the reasons why I like the book. I could like stare at panels and stuff. Well, yeah, and I'm I'm glad that they, with the exception of the annual, they haven't had any fill-in artists. Yeah, and the an, the annual was Conicoli who was doing Amazing Spider-Man. And he's he's really good too. Yeah. The annual was kind of like, did you read that? Yeah, I did. I was kind of like, I liked it, but I didn't like it. Like I was sort of like I love I love that it was like a, you got like some intimate <coughs> moments with the Jordan family, and like you had Airwave, which God I haven't seen him since like the seventies, man. <coughs> so um. I was glad that Airwave was in it, but it was like a weird story of like these blue creatures that were attacking Earth through Airwave. <laughs> it seemed like. Yeah, and it. Uh, and then at the. Um, I, I it's been a while since I read the annual. Um, but they. Didn't it? It started through one of their phones, right? Yeah, the parents got and... like, tur- they like turned into like they like all passed out on the floor, and it looked like it was gonna be only the Jordan kids and Hal against these aliens. Yeah. And, and Airwave like was like, heck yeah, let's team up and let's take them out. And then he became possessed, <clears throat> and then it was up to Hal. To, to defeat these aliens. But then they... Then, they, then he found out at the end it was like his... It was like the uncle or something that... That... Uh, caused that it, was, yeah. Yeah, that caused it. Very strange looking uncle. Yeah. And I didn't get that totally... <clears throat> Uncle Hip, Doug Jordan put you up to this and he's the one wearing like the striped shirt. Yeah. And then like from the phone it says like Jack Jordan was a saint and he's like chuckling a martyr to sex addiction you mean. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't I ask don't to be either. the black sheep of the family but if I gotta be and Hal just comes out and like punches him in the face and you think those alien electric beings are defeated but you still see one in the phone and then we see an ad for wildcats that we never see that will never come <laughs> out yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i uh i i really like the green this green lantern series overall um some of it's hard to follow like i like some of it takes uh 
a couple reads and it's even still hard to follow but yeah the uh i mean the art just makes it feel so magical and um i i mean the the art and the layouts is just perfect for green lantern right even the colors are fantastic yeah. oh yeah it's unbelievable Yeah, it's weird because in that one issue, <clears throat> that one Green Lantern that we're talking about that carries the lantern, the female, she's like, we seek lost friends, the multiverse is sick, does the cup hold the cure? And she's talking like to this, the Trinity, and they look like zombified. They almost look dead. Oh, yeah. Um... Remember she can talk to the dead? And that's yeah. when they that's when they sh- shatter her lantern and they introduce the character that's gold and I forget what his name is. Um he's like all gold. I think he they name him in yeah. the issue 11. Yeah. So that I don't and I think that's his first appearance too. Like I I don't think I've ever seen him before. Green Lantern 11. And then they have that alternate world Starfire too because she talks to Hal and they're talking about love and all this stuff and how it must be messed up in their universe. I think his name is Zundernell. Was that his name? I think so. Zundernell. Yeah, Lost Zundernell, the Golden Lantern, Guardian of the Cosmic Grail, Prisoner of the Place, as you are. It's it's just so weird. Like, there's so many Mm -hmm. weird things in here. Yeah. But there's, like, a lot of gold, like, that people could use for future stories, too. Like, there's there's a lot of... There's a wealth of information that he puts in there that you could use to tell a bunch of different stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the last book is uh, Hawkman. And... Uh, I dug the first 12, like, the best. I thought that was pretty <coughs> tight. Sounds like yeah. you're getting over a cold. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I've had this, this cough for, like, two weeks now. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, I, it's funny, like, every day I feel like it's getting better, and then it just sticks you around. You get that itch in your throat or something, and you can't control it. Oh, yeah. It. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hawkman, I read all the way from the Kryptonian Hawkman <laughs> through issue 12, and then 13... 13 was like a one shot and then 14 through 17 which kind of concluded the the sh- uh, the shadow thief. Yeah. So I yeah, I didn't I was I, re- I was really behind in Hawkman. <laughs> I was really yeah, yeah, behind. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't go back that far. I just went back to 14 and basically read the Shadow Thief uh, arc up to the current. So I could talk about the first few because... Um, yeah. Uh, they they introduced... The, I, I, which is a big part of the story is issue... I think it's issue 6 or 7 with, that has uh, the Kryptonian... Hawkman, mm-hmm. and I, I really dug that story because Carter Hall has to go over there to find the weapon to to to, to stop the uh, what are they called the Deathbringers? Yeah, the Deathbringers. <clears throat> and on Krypton, Krypton is in the process of getting destroyed. Like we're hours away from the yeah. planet being destroyed. And he sees the weapon, and the weapon is like a whole splash panel, like big. It's like, how how the hell am I gonna carry this weapon off the planet to destroy yeah. the Deathbringers on Earth? And it wasn't even ready. So he talks to him, and it's not ready. But he does tell him, he's like, well, you already have the weapon inside of you, or something like that. And that comes into play later on, because. They leave that Earth. Krypton is destroyed. He goes back to Earth. The Deathbringers are there. And uh, you learn that Carter was a Deathbringer. Like, he was a destroyer mm-hmm. of worlds. And he used to hang out with uh, his his sidekick guy, which I can't remember his name. He yeah. Was, uh, he, he was, like, one of the leaders Carter was. Yeah, Idam. It was it's yeah, spelled I D A M M. He's he's like a a bald hawk man that when he gets back to Earth, he tries to uh get the uh device from Madame Xanadu who was in the first <laughs> part of the issue. And uh that's when the these huge aliens start to attack. And they're controlled by all the Hawkmen, and they're they're basically coming to destroy Earth and de- mm-hmm. destroy everything with Idam. And Hawkman calls upon every infestation that he's ever been of Hawkman across time <laughs> yeah. and space, which is pretty damn powerful. He brought all of the Hawkmen to Earth mm-hmm. to fight the the Deathbringers. And he's got one that's a Kryptonian, so he's like, I got my own Superman. <laughs> it's like holy crap. <laughs> and uh, they end up, they end up defeating the Deathbringers. By, by he's able to do that. And what what his story is, it's sort of a redemption story. Like he carries this burden that he's killed X amount of people, and he's just trying to redeem himself. Yeah, because he can't he can't die until he until saves he as many himself. as he's yeah. as he's killed. Yeah, so he'll always re- be reincarnated. Yeah, which is an interesting hook. Yeah, for because sure. Because you, ne- you never know. Well, yeah, you never know when it would happen. Yeah, and then the one shot I thought was really good because it was like a Groundhog Day but with war. And he kept on dying and then get reincarnated. And he was always fighting this side. And he was always asking his buddy, why are we fighting? And it, 
it's just the way it is, you know. Our grandfathers fought, our fathers fought, and now we're fighting. And then he'd get reincarnated again and get killed, and again and again, and they'd fight this war. And then one time that... he just gives a, some food. He, like, takes food. He goes out there in the middle of the, between yeah. the, what do you call it, the... Into no man's land. Yeah, he goes into no man's yeah. land. What do they call those holes that they foxholes? Oh, the trenches. Or trenches. Yeah, they had trenches yeah. dug, and he just starts walking out of the trench, and um, Shayera is on the other side of the war, and they yeah. sort of exchange food, and they brought peace, and they decide, mm-hmm. well, we were two planets that were fighting. Let's form our own planet and just live in peace and it was kind that, of like that an was, interesting one yeah that was one of my favorite issues i think mm-hmm. that was a really good one yeah i think i think like up to 13 was the best and then we get into the uh event year, the year of the villain and that's when i mm-hmm. think the quality sort of died down it had some really good <laughs> moments but um most of those good moments were because of the shade at least I I thought he wrote the shade really well. Yeah. Did you ever but, read uh, uh, Starman? Um, I've read the. Uh, you're talking about the Jack Knight. Yeah. Um, uh, I've read the first twenty four issues, mm-hmm. I think. And that's where so, he he spends a lot of time building out Jack and the the shade. Yeah. Yeah. And in that book, the shade is kind of like a hero, you know, like mm-hmm. over time. And yep. here he is too. And it has yeah. cool flashbacks with when they first met and stuff and how they're sort the shade is sort of immortal, just like, you know, Carter is. Mm-hmm. And they've met in various in- incarnations and they have to team up because both of their shadows are stolen from the shadow thief. Yeah, and Shadow Thief uh, basically was visited by Luther, like a bunch of the other kind of random characters were, and Luther offered him to kind of increase his powers, um, and so he accepted and got his powers drastically increased. And he, he steals the shadows of both their characters. Yeah. And the shade is pretty much harmless without his shade powers and Hawkman any time it's weird because anytime Hawkman fights his own shadow, <laughs> he's hurting himself. Yeah, yeah. But when the shadow hits him, he's not the shadow's not getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. It's very unusual. And during and they, the course uh, of these issues, yeah. he's kind of like He's losing his mental stability, I think. Yeah, and Shade, because Shade says that he's not acting like himself because he's he's acting more violent and uh, just basically just wants to <laughs> to kill the Shadow Thief. Yeah, and he becomes a character at the end of it, I think. Like, he morphs into another Hawkman, right? Um, oh, yeah. At uh, 
the end of 17, right? Yeah, because Shade actually stopped him from killing Shadow Thief. He would have killed him. Yeah, so he, yeah, he morphs into Sky Tyrant. Yeah. That's what he calls himself. And I imagine that will be our next arc. Yeah. So I, I really like this book, but I, I like the first 12 a, lo- a lot. And then yeah, uh, the first 13, 12 was, really 13 was a good, solid one-shot. And then <clears throat> the Year of the Villain was good, but it wasn't as good as the other stuff prior. Yeah, the... Uh... The Shadow Thief stuff was okay. I like I like the shade being in it. Yeah. Um, it seemed like uh, it seemed like um, Hawkman was was able to beat Shadow Thief pretty easily yeah once he once once they got out of the shadow lands or whatever there were yeah but he's always been able to beat him pretty easily they even mention it but it, yeah that's why they augment his powers it was kind of, this whole luther thing is sort of like i don't know if you read underworld unleashed but um uh, no, I didn't. That was uh, is that the one from the nineties? Yeah, that was when Neuron yeah. amped up all of the villains' powers. Yeah, so, like, I he amped read up that. he amped up all the rogues. He amped up you know all the villains. It, mm-hmm. This is a very very similar concept as what's happening in Justice League. Bless you. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it reminds me too a little bit um, of uh, that uh, Forever Evil also, because yeah. it's that was kind of uh, you know villains uniting and um, you know trying to take take over everything. Right. So have you thought about what we want to? I, I know next episode we're. Oh, Superman three one. By the way, um, yeah, so I saw that. that. Yeah, and so for next episode. So, so Superman three for sure, and then, um, and and we don't have any, we don't have any comics picked yet, right? Yeah, I figure we could do that now if you have yeah. stuff. Yeah. Or. Um. Yeah. Well, so for I was thinking for at least for. For current titles, um, one we haven't done yet, um, and now I think we we have like four or five issues, is um, uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that in Lois if you want. I don't know if you get Lois. Um, no, I'm not getting Lois. Okay. Uh, Let's see. There's another one I thought of. Um, let's see. We're behind on the terrifics. 
Yeah. Um. And we got to, at some point, we got to do, when it wraps up, we got to do a doomsday clock. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that one earlier today, actually. Yeah, and that that one we could probably just do that one over a whole a whole episode on that. On just on that, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. What about um? So Superman's pal, and then what about the uh, those two? Uh, those two uh, Legion issues. Oh, two... Le- Millennium? Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Legion Millennium, I think it's called. Yeah, I haven't read either of those yet. I've got them. Okay, we'll do one and two. I've been saving so that, them. That'll be like... Have we done Olsen one and number one? Or have we? this is like one through six now that we're covering or something like that? Yeah, we haven't done any of Jimmy okay. Olsen. So we could do Jimmy Olsen and then those two issues and then whatever wins. Oh no, uh, oh that'll and, and then I'll be the movie Superman 3. Yeah, yep. Have you seen it before? No, I haven't. <laughs> you're in for a treat. <laughs> you're, you're you're either going to hate it like really yeah. hate it or you're going to think wow, this is pretty cool. But it, it's I don't, it's, I don't de- think it's I'll definitely hate it. interesting because it's like Richard Pryor and yeah <laughs> yeah I I really don't think I'll hate just, it just put I mean... your brain in like Bronze Age Superman and you'll be all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no I'm looking forward to it <laughs> it'll be entertaining yeah. for sure and uh, try to try to see past the special effects because after <laughs> after one and two, they lost a lot of their budget. Yeah. And they got a little cheesier with three and four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. Um, and then we got to pick books for the next... We could pick them next episode or we can pick them early. It's up to you. Um, yeah, I don't care. If we pick them early, we'll have more time to read them. Yeah, that's fine with me. Um, I'm just kind of browsing right now through the app. Uh, I wonder what they have for Resurrection Man. Have you ever read that? I have not, no. Let's see what they have. Resurrection. I'm pretty sure they have some of it. Yeah, I just don't know which volume they have. If it's the New 52 or if it's... They have 97 and 2011, which is New 52. I want the 1997 one. Okay. let's just... Let's just do the first three issues. That'll be one of my picks. Okay, Resurrection Man 97. Cool. That's the Abnet and Lanning. We can do... uh, 
1988 Hawk and Dove. Okay. 88 Hawk and Dove. Let's just do one through three. Even though it's a five-issue series. Let's just do one through five. It won't win anyway. <laughs> but it's a, <laughs> it's a Liefeld. So, uh... Okay. What year did you say it was? 1988. 80, 88, that's Liefeld? Yeah. Oh, wow. Hmm. It's Carl Kessel writing with Liefeld art, inked by Kessel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Cool. Oh, yeah, I can see on the cover to issue four, um, Hawk has, like, a, a an X-Force type vest and, yeah. like, a huge, <laughs> a huge <laughs> like, bandolier. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's see. What do I want? The... It's so hard. There's so much stuff on here. Yeah. A lot would, of times, I like I like, like browsing the um, the Marvel one a little bit better because I could, I haven't figured out like how to pick if I go to comics how I can go like alphabetically without like just typing. So if you do a um, B or a, you know what I mean. There is a way to do it. Um, let's see. So if you go to browse, and then there's it, there's an all comic series like tab, and if where, you click where, that, where do you, where do you, how do you get to browse? You click um, on comics, or I see the search. So, so it's just in my like. So I'm doing it on a tablet, and like on the left, there's your menu. And then it's got like home, movies and TV, comics, my DC, and then down lower it's got browse. And then that takes you to like storylines where it's got the different arcs. Um, And then there's an all comic series tab, and those are all the, that's everything in alphabetical order. Oh, okay. I see it now, finally. (laughs) Yeah. But there's so much stuff, like, just scrolling through. Like, you're scrolling through on the A's forever, basically. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. There's a lot to choose from. I know. I don't know why anybody wouldn't get this instead of, like, buying from Comixology. Because this has... So I know there's no yeah there's no point to even do comicsology anymore if you have this yeah um and it's funny though like if I jump if I hop on the app to read something I it's so easy to get sidetracked mm-hmm. you start reading one thing and then you start thinking about something else you saw that you want to read yeah. Okay. Uh 
through all this Batman stuff. Um, okay, how about... I will choose... Um, okay, I'm going to choose uh, Blue Beetle, uh, the 2006... I'll just we'll just say what like one through four, or one okay. through three, one That'll through work. four. One through four. Yeah. So two thousand six Blue Beetle one through four. Um. Then let's see. They have a lot of stuff, man. I know it's. Uh, and there's and there's so much I want to read too. Uh, okay, let's see here. Um, how about? I don't even know this existed. Like I don't think I own this. There's a comic called Legions Legends of Legion, one through four. Legends of Legion. Yeah, and they're like uh, origin stories of Ultra Boy, Spark, Umbra, and Star Boy. They're not uh, reprints, are they? No. Hmm. Interesting. Because I know, like, with some of the Legion stuff, they would reprint. Um, Reprint some of the stories. Uh, let's see. It's cool. They even have um, Halloween specials in here. Yeah. And they they even have like DC Universe Presents, um, DC Special Series. Yeah, they have some. St- Obscure stuff. Holiday specials. Okay, I'm gonna I'm going into the DC Else Worlds here. I just want to see what they have. Um well, this looks interesting. Um Okay, I'm going to choose Okay, so along with Blue Beetle, I'm going to choose the DC Elseworlds uh Justice Riders. Oh yeah, that's cool. By Chuck Dixon. It's um Yeah, it's like uh, JLA in the Wild West. Yeah, yeah. I bought that fairly recently because um, it was mentioned in Convergence. So, like, in Convergence, there was a tale of uh, the Justice League that had those characters. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, One of the uh, Convergences, I don't remember if it was Convergence 1 or Convergence 0, whatever came out first. 
mm-hmm. it had like this huge back matter and said this is the world we're building and you're gonna you're gonna see all these characters and some of these characters came from this and one was justice writers oh that's cool yeah huh. cool so i'll put the poll out and uh give it five days and we'll have it ready yeah. for the the episode probably they'll come out after thanksgiving or before thanksgiving depending on how things go i don't know it's it's far yeah. hard for my brain to register it might be after thanksgiving i'm not sure because we so this this will be for not the next episode but the the following, following right yeah yeah following. okay yeah so it would be um It'd be the week after Thanksgiving. Okay. Because we're... Yeah, because the next episode would be the 17th. Yeah, that would take us beyond the... Yeah. Okay, so I'll put the poll out probably tomorrow and give it five days or so and see what, what people pick. Cool. Cool. Now I'm now I'm uh, going down the rabbit hole in this app. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I know how to use the because the Marvel one. I don't know if you have Marvel Unlimited <laughs> or whatever it's called. I uh, used to. I don't it, anymore. It has this side thing where all, you could see the alphabet like of everything, and mm-hmm. then you could just click on A or B or C or D and just navigate to that. Yeah. And this one I, you kind of could do it, but it's it's more of a pain like if you use the search feature and just type A, then all the titles with A in it appear. Yeah, and I like I I like doing this browse because you can see everything. Yeah. And and before like you could never really tell what all they had. Right. Well, we you just kind of had to we search. We recorded a Geek Brunch retrocast this morning. And um, Chris picked uh, an Eric Larson book that I didn't. That was a Teen Titans one, hmm. and I was having trouble finding it because it was like the last choice. I I put like new Teen Titans into the search bar, and uh, I had to scroll like all the way to the right to see the Baxter run. It had it yeah. brought everything else up, but not the Baxter run. And that was the one I was looking for because Eric Larson drew one issue. <laughs> and I've been on this Eric Larson kick, so I wanted to see the art as he was talking about the book. Yeah. And it's very unusual because with the exception of like the panels where he's drawing regular people, I can't tell it's Eric Larson. It's like the first issue... That he's like masking somebody else, and I don't know if it's because the inker is just over inked him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, uh, well, it's kind of like that with, um, uh, like there's there's some issue like issues of of Batman that that McFarland would fill in on. Yeah. Like um, early. Well, late '80s Batman stuff, and you you can't really tell it's him. The covers you can. In Invasion, you can. But they're making yeah. that Batman statue. He did a Batman cover 
and they're turning that Batman cover into a Batman black and white. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and its cape is crazy. <laughs> we were talking about like, that some with I I don't remember if it was me and Bill, but we we're like, man, that that figure's gotta be huge because the cape is gonna take so like thirty so feet much long. space. Yeah, and the box that you know how they box those things. Yeah. To to not break that cape is gonna take a lot of <laughs> a lot of packaging. <laughs> packaging, yeah. So it's probably yeah. gonna be the biggest black and white box that we've ever seen. But uh yeah, that that wraps up this episode. And we'll be back next time with uh Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, Legion Millennium, and Superman three. Yep. Cool. And you can reach uh Kyle at K Pettit, is it five? Yeah, five. Yep. And because I to find you, I just type Kyle. Yeah. Because <laughs> you show up and like I, if I want to tweet you, I just type Kyle. But uh, yeah. it's K Pettit five. I am at Mike Myers Brunch. We are on DC Noise Podcast dot com. And uh, on Facebook, the same thing. You could type DC Space Podcast and DC Noise. What am I doing? It's DCNoisePodcast.com. <laughs> and you can find it at DC Noise Podcast on Facebook and click the like button, follow the episode threads there. And uh, that'll wrap this one up. And there's yeah, cool. another alternating podcast. Um, which which we cover DC everything else, which is all the non superhero stuff. So yeah, I've still yet to one. listen. I need to listen to that yeah, one. That one's once a month. So and you got you got just one out right now, right? Yeah, just one. Yep. Cool. Pl- I can pl- catch planning up. Planning <laughs> the next one. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll talk yeah. to you soon and have a good cool. week. Yep. You too, Mike. Uh, Hopefully you don't have to drive in the dark. No. <laughs> yeah. No, you do have to drive in the dark if you're at work at seven. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Turn your lights yep. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. All right. See Bye. ya. Bye.